So in my case, I did not see in the natural what I needed to see. But at the same time, God was like, I'm going to do it for you, even though you don't see it. You have to trust me. So like in Mark 11, if I say to this mountain that it would be moved and cast into the sea, and I don't doubt, it can happen. But in the natural, if I keep focusing on what I see, the fact that a mountain, I can't pick up a mountain with my bare hands and toss it into the sea. We know that. But the vision says, according to the word, if I were to say to this mountain, be moved, that it can be done. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Confidence Restored podcast presented by CC America, also known as Confidence Centers of America and hosted by Tamaria Jordan. This is a show designed to help you build your confidence, increase your faith and get mentally fit to overcome any trials and tribulations you may encounter. Through personal testimonies of faith, inspiration, and transformation, Tamaria and guests seek to inspire and uplift you. This message is delivered by us, CCing you on lessons learned in hopes of encouraging you regardless of where you are in life. Enjoy the show. Welcome to a live taping of the Confidence Restored podcast hosted by me, Tamaria Jordan. And I am thrilled to bring to you the first episode of 2022. This is also the first episode for season four of the Confidence Restored podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, I just want to give you a little bit of background about the show. This show was started in March of 2020. And I say it's a passion project because it's a it's been a passion of mine for quite some time to inspire the lives of others through service, dedication, and faith. And how I choose to do this now is through the platform of podcasting. I've been blogging for over a decade, and that has been primarily laying the foundation and the groundwork for what is the Confidence Restored podcast today. So both myself and guests seek to inspire you by sharing our stories of faith, inspiration, and transformation. I say we're about that fit life, and that's exactly what it stands for, faith, inspiration, and transformation. So on this first episode of 2022, I titled it, I Didn't Heal Your Eyesight, I Fixed Your Vision. And the reason that I titled it this way is because on New Year's Day, I remember my eye earlier that day was feeling itchy, a little gritty, and I was trying to figure out what is going on with my eye. So I rubbed it, didn't pay it too much attention, laid down, did a few chores in the house. And then I went to the restroom and noticed that my eye was bloodshot red and it felt like there was something in it. And I've had this feeling before, typically when I was diagnosed with pink eye. So of course I was thinking, I really hope it's not pink eye. Like, I don't know what's going on. And I had plans that night. I said, I am going to go out on a date. But I was going out on a date with myself and I said, I'm going on a date with God tonight. Just me and God, just go sit down, listen, see what I can hear as I start off this new year. And so I was like, oh my gosh, look at my eye. Because I had planned to put my contacts back in and get all dolled up just to go and have dinner. And that's not something I do often, but that's what I felt in my spirit to do that night. And so I said, okay, this is interesting. But before I got in the shower, I said, maybe if I pray, because I had listened to a message earlier that day and they said, 
um, just reminding us of the power of faith. And so when I say confidence restored, I'm referring to confidence in God um, and also confidence in knowing who we are and whose we are. So it really is about understanding who you are as an individual, what you bring to this world, the blessings and the talents that you have. And so as I was listening to that message, they were referring to the scripture that says that if we should say to the mountain, be moved, that it'll be cast into the sea. And I'll make sure that I give you all the actual scripture reference for that, because I believe if I'm not mistaken, it's in a couple of the New Testament chapters. And with regard to that, I said, okay, if I say to this mountain, to be moved, the mountain of the pain that was happening in my eye, the redness, the irritation, could it actually be moved? But there's one important part about that scripture. And it is the fact that it says, if you do not doubt, and I'm pulling up the scripture right now, but Mark 11, 23, it says, truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. So I decided to get in the shower and I remember that scripture from earlier that day, meditating on it, listening to some encouraging words. I said, okay, I am going to believe that if I say to this mountain, the mountain of my eye <laughs> uh, in that moment being read to be cast into the sea, that it'll be healed. But what I felt was turn the mirror around in the shower because I have a mirror in the shower. So I turned it around. I didn't look at it. And I said, okay. So I prayed over my eye and immediately I felt a little odd doing it. I was like, okay, is this going to really work? Or am I like making up stuff now? Even though I know what the word says. So then I said, okay, this is what the enemy wants to do. He wants to cast a shadow of doubt where I don't believe. And I start to think, okay, this is not really going to happen. I'm probably going to go have to go to the eye doctor to get this resolved. So long story short, I pray, I pray in the spirit, and then I remove my hand from my eye. And immediately I, I feel like, okay, let me turn the mirror around. But before I did that, I had a thought that if you turn this mirror around and your eye is still red, it doesn't mean that I'm not working behind the scenes. It's just what you can see. So I turned the mirror around. Eye is still red as can be. And I said, okay, but it was starting to feel better as I had my eye covered because I literally did this as I prayed over my eye and it was still red. It still felt gritty. And I was like, okay, this is really awkward, but I'm going to trust you. And so I did. I did just that. I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to trust you that whatever it is that you want me to understand in this moment, I will understand. And so finished getting dressed. I still read, of course, go out. I still read. Um, but I said, I'm going to trust you regardless of what it looks like. And so <laughs> I decide to go to Outback. And then I was like, well, why Outback? That was the thought that came to mind. And so that day, you can tell I was definitely in a very spiritual mood um, because what I wrote down on the first is Jesus, my why and my how. And I also noted that the things that we encounter in this life are spiritual. And so some of the things that we go through, God wants to be able to do it by himself. And I listened to a message by Tiffany Montgomery called uh, Through Her Covered by God Messaging. And she said that um, 
you know, God is going to do it, that we are the bride of Christ. And so I ended up hearing another message, different one uh, by T.D. Jakes. And he mentioned how when we go through things in life, sometimes God wants to do it, but he wants it to be so clear that we cannot say that it was due to ourselves or due to a man, but that he is going to do it by himself so that we know that it is God. And so I fast forwarded something said, look up Outback. So I looked up Outback because that's where I was going on my date. (laughs) And literally I wrote down the definition and it said, it talked about isolation in the Australian Outback. But what I wrote in my personal notes to myself is God wants to isolate me to remind me of who I am and whose I am so that I will never let a person, a man or woman, keep me from my calling. Because sometimes when we have our eyes fixed on people, we start to look at what they can do in the natural, not what God can do in the supernatural or not what our faith or our confidence in him can do. And so the whole start of Confidence Restored for 2022, let me tell you, I was like, okay, Lord, I needed this. So the next day I wake up, I still read, but he had already told me, I feel like the spirit had told me that even if your eye is still red, that doesn't mean that I'm not working on your behalf behind the scenes. I said, okay, I'm going to trust that. So I did. And I continued on throughout the day. And the funny thing is I actually took a picture, but for a different reason the next day. And The first picture that I took was at 6.56 p.m. on Saturday the 1st. On the 2nd at 9.06 p.m., I took another picture. My eye was completely clear. And literally, I could not attribute it to eye drops because I never used any. I can't attribute it to um, anything other than it was the grace of God. Because like I said, the next day when I woke up, my eye was still red. It was still gritty. It was still bothering me, but I decided not to focus on it. And so when we think about our eyesight, so this brings me to the topic of tonight's discussion. I didn't heal your eyesight. I fixed your vision. And now I didn't get that until later in the week because I just thought it was about healing my eye, like physically healing my eye. And I think it may have been Wednesday or Thursday of this week where I got, I didn't heal your eyesight. I fixed your vision. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. That's deep. So later on, um, maybe like a day or so later, I decided to look it up, to look up the difference between eyesight and vision. And of course, most of us, we know what it means to be able to see um, in a physical sense. But I said, let me look up the formal definitions But what I decided to jot down and focus on is that eyesight is how well your eyes capture images. And when you think about our eyesight, we can pick up any image. Like right now, I chose the background that I chose for a purpose. I chose it for a purpose because our eyes can say, oh, this person is in that particular room. But as you know, with Zoom and other online platforms, you can change your background. You can change your setting you can change what you decide to bring in and out of focus. So we're still talking about eyesight here, but you get where I'm going with this. And then on the flip side, the definition for vision is how your brain processes information coming from your eyes. And so not only did I have that manifestation of my vision actually becoming clearer, but 
When I fell in my spirit, I didn't heal your eyesight. I fixed your vision. I thought about my life and I thought about the lives that I am going to be blessed to be able to touch. The people who will hear this message that need to know that just because what you see in the natural looks a certain way, it doesn't mean that it's going to stay that way. And it also doesn't mean that God can, cannot work. Um, excuse me, let me rephrase that. It doesn't mean that God is not working. Not that he cannot work because he's always working, but that he can still be at work even if you don't see it in the natural. So in my case, I did not see in the natural what I needed to see. But at the same time, God was like, I'm going to do it for you, even though you don't see it. You have to trust me. So like in Mark 11, if I say to this mountain that it would be moved and cast into the sea, and I don't doubt, it can happen. But in the natural, if I keep focusing on what I see, the fact that a mountain, I can't pick up a mountain with my bare hands and toss it into the sea. We know that. But the vision says, according to the word, if I were to say to this mountain, be moved, that it could be done. Because it's not what I am seeing with my natural eye. It's not my eyesight. It's how my brain is processing that information that's coming from my eyes. Can I actually, do I believe that I can say to that mountain, be moved? And I decided to speak over my eye, but it was bigger than that for me. So I find it interesting that on one, one, that was what I encountered because I think it was a reminder as we walk into 2022, eyesight says COVID may kill me. Vision says it does not have authority over my life. It says that if I have faith, if I believe, I may catch COVID, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to die. And don't get me wrong. There have been a lot of people who have died and God rest their souls. And I don't know what everyone's calling, what their purpose is in this life. None of us know the day nor the hour. The word reminds us of that. But I would say, I would venture to say, that we don't know anyone's story. We don't know what they believe. We really only know what people show us, what we can see with our eyes in the natural. So I use the COVID example because our eyes, when we take in the news, good and bad, about COVID, the positivity rate, the number of people that are dying, our eyes tell us to be fearful. But our faith, our vision tells us that all things will work out for our good. That even if we get sick, that we still can live our lives, that we can still believe in the promise of eternal life if we do transition. So there, there's so much more to that, but, and I'm not simplifying the fact that COVID is real um, by no means because I personally have taken steps to try to protect myself and others. But at the end of the day, that's one example of what we see in the natural. And there's so many other examples. I remember jobs that I was turned down for and the natural, my eyesight said, well, what's wrong with me? Why didn't I get that job? Even though I felt that I was the most qualified. Vision said, well, maybe that wasn't the job for you because I have something better. I need you to be at point X versus point Y, because there's someone I want you to meet. There's something I want you to learn on this journey that you will only get from the experience and the door that I've opened. And so when I think about eyesight and vision, it's so much bigger for me now. 
And I literally needed that reminder that right now it's all about my vision. It's all about not necessarily what I can see in the natural, but it's where is my confidence coming from? Is my confidence truly having faith in the true and living God that I can do what he says I can do by faith? And so when you think about even the definition of confidence, and I'll look up the formal definition for you all now, but even when you look up the formal definition of confidence, part of that is faith. So um, one definition is the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something, a firm trust. Similar words, trust, belief, faith, conviction, reliance, dependence. The state of feeling certain about the truth of something, a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. These are just some of the definitions of confidence. But in this case, I'm really referring to the belief that something good um, is going to happen, essentially. Um, something will happen or that something is true. And that's something being having confidence in God, having confidence in his word, having faith in what the word says about who I am and whose I am. And the same goes for you too. He wants to not just heal our eyesight so that what we see in the natural, that we don't let it necessarily always penetrate our hearts, especially if it's something negative. If it's positive, that's great, but there's a lot of negative images all around us. So we have to protect our eyes. We have to protect what we allow into our spirits. We have to protect what we allow to make us believe and think a certain way, especially if we know it's not true to what we believe in our spirit. It's not true with regard to the vision that we have for our lives. Because another funny thing about vision is people will tell you what you can and can't do based on what they can see. They can only see what you show them. So their eyesight says, this person, they may or may not be able to do that. This person may or may not be able to succeed at that because I don't know anyone that's ever done it. The eyes can be deceiving. If Steve Jobs believed what people said about what his vision was, we wouldn't have Apple today. And there's so many other people that if you go based on the eyesight and what people could see in the natural, those individuals who had vision, their vision wouldn't, wouldn't have come to fruition if they had stopped based on someone else's eyesight or even their own. If they allow just what was captured in their eyes to stop them versus having the vision, the foresight to believe for more. When you think about visions for a company, it's literally focused on where the company is going, not where the company is. Eyesight is here, now, this is what I see. It's limited. You might have, you know, you might be able to see to the right, to the left in front of you, but it's limited, the view, the scope. But if you have vision, it's broader. It's what you can't see. It's what you're striving towards. So I encourage anyone today, as you think about the year 2022 and beyond, think about where your confidence is coming from. Is your confidence focused on what you can see right now? Or is it bigger than that? Are you allowing your vision to be broader? to be able to, to take in more, to be able to say to yourself, no matter what it looks like, I know that I can achieve this goal. I know 
that even though the medical diagnosis says that I'm going to die, that I can live. So it really is beyond what we can just see, but it's what we can also imagine. So when you look at the definition for vision, it is, it includes eyesight and what you can imagine. Um, so the ability to see is one definition, eyesight. Something that you imagine, the vision, what you see happening, a picture you can see in your mind, it's how your brain is processing it. Um, it also is defined as something that you see or dream, especially as part of a religious or supernatural experience, the act or power of seeing, the act or power of imagination. So vision is so much broader than what our natural eyes see. So for anyone that's going through a storm right now, I encourage you to focus on the vision, not just what you can see. And I heard a sermon by um, Pastor Sarah Jakes Roberts earlier today called The Undoing. And it was so powerful. Um, there were just so many messages in there that I, I jotted down, so many. But um, a couple of the things that I wanted to share is one of them was she shared Hebrews 12, verse 27, and it says, and this word yet once more signifieth the removing of those things that are shaken as of things that are made that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. So when I read that earlier, I thought the things that are shaken are usually the things that we can see in the physical, but the things that cannot be shaken may remain. I like to think of that as my faith. What cannot be shaken? Because what I see, of course, that can be shaken because if there's a storm, if there's a challenge, if there's something that happens in the natural that I don't understand, I might start to question things. And right now I'll say there's a lot of things that I've, I've questioned lately. And in the natural, I don't understand why certain things happen the way that they do. But then I, my vision tells me I have to trust that it will all work out for my good. And what came to me earlier was when you think about a child, I can tell my daughter, for instance, three times, don't touch the stove, it's hot. The fourth time, it might be beneficial for her to feel a little bit of the heat so that she knows for herself that it's hot. Because I can say it because I know that it's hot because I felt that it's hot. But she might see me cooking and really not comprehend the fact that my mom is trying to protect me. So sometimes I think when we think about parenting, when we think about life, God is the same way. He gives us free will. He gives us a choice. He's not going to keep telling us over and over what right and wrong is because we technically know we have the blueprint in the Bible, but yet we still choose what we choose. Some lessons we have to learn on our own not because we don't have the blueprint. We don't have the information. It's not because we can't read it. It's not because we can't see what has happened to other people that have experienced similar things. It's because the understanding, our brain's ability to process that which we see, something is not clicking or it's not comprehending. So that fourth time, she may actually need to feel the heat to learn that it is hot. So I use that as an example, because when you think about our lives, a lot of stuff, we can see what happens to other people when they sin. We can see what happens to other people if they choose to break the law. We can see what happens to other people when they choose to mistreat others. 
We can see that. But how we process it, does that necessarily stop us from doing the same thing? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. But that's where the vision comes in. How is our brain processing those images in which we see? Because if it was truly processing certain things, we wouldn't go down the same path if we knew it was destructive. But oftentimes we make those decisions because of how we're processing our, what we see from our eyesight, our vision. And there was another um, scripture that she spoke about in 1 Samuel 23, verses 9 through 12. And it talked about how David, even though he had been sent to um, Keilah and he protected the people, God told him, he gave him a vision that the people would betray him because Saul was coming to, to get, kill David, essentially. He was looking for him. And David asked God, will the people of Keilah deliver me into the hands of Saul? And God told him, yes, they will deliver you. So essentially he had the vision to know that he would be delivered into their hands. The people that he worked hard to save were going to betray him. But when you think about our eyesight, there can be people who pretend to be in your corner, but the vision may tell you otherwise, how you process the things that you're seeing, what's happening. And I like to think of the story of the, uh, the scorpion and the frog. I don't know if you all have heard it, but it's a, um, I guess you could say it's a, just a tale, um, a, a parable or a fable. And essentially what happened was the frog was going to go across the, a pond and the scorpion asked the frog, if you can give me a ride. And the frog said, I will give you a ride, but only if you promise not to sting me. And I'm paraphrasing here, but the scorpion said, I won't sting you. What happened was the frog said, okay, the frog trusted what the scorpion said and decided to take the scorpion across the pond. When it got across the pond, the scorpion stung him. And as the frog was dying, he said, why did you sting me? And the scorpion said, it's in my nature. So our eyesight acts a lot like sometimes the things that we hear. We have to be mindful of taking in all of these images and all of these words and all of these things. It really needs to be about discernment and how do we process that which we're hearing. And I think oftentimes the spirit will let us know um, what is right, what is for us, what is against us, what is wrong. But it's, are we listening to that small, still voice? Are we willing to process and use our brain to process the vision and not just taking in everything that our eyes see? So I really just want to encourage you today as we start off in a new year that you start to look at your eyes, but in a spiritual sense and focus on the vision. Be mindful of what you take in. Be mindful of what you allow to penetrate your spirit, to penetrate your heart, to impact how you move and how you operate. I know I plan to because that was a powerful message for me. I didn't heal your eyesight. I fixed your vision. And so I think about some of the things that I went through in 2021, but I didn't even understand what confidence restored was until my confidence was restored. Do you hear me? I did not understand because I thought 
back when God gave me the vision for CC America, I wrote it down in my journal, August, 2010. So I thought that was like the beginning of it, but actually he had given me ideas even before that. I found documentation showing that I had ideas, not quite CC America as far back as 2007, but 2010 was when CC America was a vision that was given to me, August. I have it literally written down in my journal and I put inspiring the lives of others through service, dedication, and faith. Fast forward to now, it is confidence restored. And I honestly did not even get that until probably third or fourth quarter last year when I changed the name of this show from the CC America podcast to the Confidence Restored podcast, when God reminded me, you have had confidence in people and jobs and things and situations, and they're going to always let you down, but I'll never fail you. I'll never leave you. So put your trust in me. And regardless of what things look like, regardless of what happens on your job, regardless of what happens in your life, regardless of what happens in relationships, I am still here and I will not fail you. So no matter if it does happen in a way that you don't expect, you can still count on and trust God that he will make it work out for your good. And so when I changed the title of this podcast to the Confidence Restored podcast, I said, wow, I finally get it now. The whole time I was thinking confidence in a sense of like how we feel about ourselves, what we might think about, you know, how we look, um, because I struggled with that for quite some time because of society. I struggled with the fact that, you know, I was listening to what other people said about me. I didn't have the vision to sometimes go forth and say, you know what, regardless of what it looks like, regardless of what other people say, I get to choose what I believe about myself. I get to choose what I do. And the same thing holds true for you. You get to choose. You get to choose. You don't have to receive every message that comes to you especially if you know that message goes against the vision that God has given you for your life. You get to choose what you listen to, what you receive. So when I created this show, I thought it was going to just be about how to help people with regard to their self-esteem, how to love themselves. But I have come to realize that it's so much more than that. Yes, it's about loving yourself. It's about knowing who you are. It's about knowing whose you are. But it's also about understanding that in this life, when we have confidence in things and situations, they may let us down, but there's a God that'll never fail. A God who sent his son to die on the cross for us. And I just get excited when I think about the ability to share my own personal testimony, for guests to share their own personal testimony, to really encourage individuals by sharing those stories of faith, by inspiring people by sharing our lives, and then sharing the transformation that comes when you allow the vision to penetrate your spirit, when you allow the faith to be restored. So when I tell you, it makes me so excited to do this um, every other week. 
myself and guests, we have an opportunity to impact lives. Sometimes people that we will never see, that we will never meet, that we will never talk to. But I just hope and pray that whoever is supposed to hear this message, that they will hear it when they need it and that it will bless their spirit and increase their faith. Whatever you are going through, know that if you fix your vision, fix your vision and realize that if it looks like it might be the end, it doesn't have to be. Fix your vision. Focus on more than what you can see in the natural. And yes, focusing on what we can see is important, but being able to see beyond where you are is huge. And a gentleman that I met quite some time ago um, while I was working on my master's degree was uh, Patrick Rummerfield. And his story is amazing, absolutely amazing. And what comes to mind is that he said, when he was laying in the hospital bed, he had um, a spinal cord injury and he is recorded as the first uh, fully recovering quadriplegic in history. And he recovered his full physical mobility. I remember him saying that he laid in the hospital bed and they kept telling him that he would not walk again. And for over 14 years, um, it notes that he struggled with balance and coordination because of the car accident he had been involved in. And despite having nerve damage and things of that nature, he has literally been the only person in the world to fully recover. And so I was like, wow, that's amazing. I remember him talking about laying in the hospital bed and envisioning himself walking, even though the doctors told him that he would never walk again. He literally could not move from the neck down and his chances for long-term survival, of course, obviously were not very high based on his injuries. And the doctors recommended he be sent to a convalescent home. And you can search for his story online. It is amazing. Again, Patrick Rummerfield. But Patrick decided not to follow the doctor's orders. And he wanted intensive rehabilitation so that he could learn to redo the things that he used to do. And I love this quote that's online that says, he recalls, I was lying in bed one night thinking how much I love to play basketball and dreamed of driving a race car one day when my big toe moved. He spent the next three years learning to walk and to use his hands again. Now talk about vision. Eyesight says, I'm laying in this hospital bed. I can't walk. The doctors say, I will never walk again. I can't move. Vision says, I'm going to get up. Eyesight says, when I went through a miscarriage last year in 2021, and excuse me, let me rephrase that, 2020, time is flying by, but in 2020, when I started this podcast, I actually started it the week after I made it through that whole ordeal. When I had a DNC surgery and tissue was left, eyesight said, according to statistics, you could have died. Vision said, God has you here for a purpose. When I survived the F4 tornado, eyesight said, you should be still afraid of the wind. You should be afraid of storms. You should be X, Y, and Z. Vision says, no, my faith has healed you. I have gone before you and I'm going to make your crooked places straight. I will not allow fear to grip you to the point that you are afraid of the wind. I'm going to allow you to use your testimony to help other people. 
Eyesight says, you should have died in that car accident. Vision says, you're here for a reason, but you get my drift. So there's a lot of things that we see in the natural. You get to decide what you will believe. You get to decide who you will choose, what you will serve in this life. So on this day and every day, I hope that you are encouraged and I appreciate each and every one of you for tuning into this podcast. Without you, it would not be possible. For all of our guests, thank you for your support of this show. And I know that the people who we are meant to reach, we will reach. Because my vision says it's bigger than what I can see right now. There are lives that are going to be touched by the messages in this show, by the uh, messages and the testimonies of our guests that I may never see physically, but that doesn't mean it's not happening behind the scenes. The same way God healed my eye, he also fixed my vision. So that's actually the affirmation, I think, for this show, that you remember God didn't heal my eyesight. He fixed my vision. Because when you think about it, it will help you remember to have faith that just because you can't see it, it doesn't mean that it's not happening. So I hope that you all are blessed. I hope that this message encourages you as you start off this new week and that you would just keep on keeping on, keep believing, keep having faith and let your confidence be restored and know that God's word will not return to him void and he will never fail you. So on that note, have a wonderful night and be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to another live taping of the Confidence Restored podcast by CC America. We are grateful that you tune in week after week and join us for testimonies of faith, inspiration, and transformation. Please be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe, and let others know that you are listening to the Confidence Restored podcast. You can also now buy us a coffee to show appreciation at buymeacoffee.com forward slash CC America. Until next time, be blessed.